the essentials is dripping in black welcome to the dripping in black podcast where we celebrate black excellence throughout the black diaspora here's your host david v lewis what's up good people all across the world this is the dripping in black podcast i am your host david v lewis and as usual we have another fantastic guest today's guest is whitney marie whitney say hello to the world hello all right so uh i met whitney a long time ago uh she was in high school i was a high school teacher at that high school and uh that's how we crossed paths and through the magic of social media we've been able to keep uh in touch somewhat but Whitney has done fantastic things since high school and we're gonna chronicle that here on this episode but we always begin as our audience knows with the very simple but loaded question of who is our guest so who is Whitney Marie Whitney Marie is fun full of life um entrepreneur a great woman a black woman mm. yes <laughs> Okay. All right. Entrepreneur, great woman, black woman, right? All of those titles are packed with something major, right? So let's let's uh get to unpacking them. So tell me a little bit about where you where you're from, right? And how did you actually end up at Inkster High School? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from Detroit, but I ended up at Inkster High School. My friend that stayed next door to me, um, she went to Inkster. So I want to go to school with her. I thought Inkster was way better than what it was because of the Ivy League, but Inkster was mm-hmm. Inkster. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's how I ended up all the way out there. But um, at that time, I lived on uh, Finkel and Greenfield. So that was a nice little minute from Inkster High School. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh wanted to go there because of my friend, actually. <laughs> yeah. Who's the friend? Micah Clark, do you remember her? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. What she up, graduated Micah? like two years <laughs> before me though. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And so that you the academy was to draw for you. Yeah, but I did not go to the academy at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> Interesting. I just thought it was a good school, but Inkster was Inkster. <laughs> <laughs> It had yeah. good elements. Yeah, good elements. <laughs> I would say the best elements were the students. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, I think, agree. I think, I think I got receipts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I got receipts. Our students uh, from Inkster, from the time I was there, are out here doing dynamic things, right? Mm-hmm. Yourself included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what year did you uh, graduate from? Uh... Twenty thirteen, the last Ooh. year to come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They closed Ooh. it down after that. You you shut it down. Yeah, shut me and tore it down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we done here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, tell me what what's happened. Is twenty thirteen? You graduated high school. What happened next? 2013, I graduated high school. Um, after that, I worked the I worked at a plant actually. Hated it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just looked within myself and figured out like, okay, what am I talented in? What can I actually do? 
And that's when hair came about. So um, I actually started doing hair. I actually started back in high school, but I didn't actually take it serious. So going forward, I stopped doing hair. And then I want to say maybe 2015, I started back doing hair, but I only started making wigs. So then when I started mm-hmm. making wigs, everybody wanted like uh, closure sew-ins and like diff- other hairstyles. So mm-hmm. I want to say 2018, um, I actually started doing hair and like stopped with the, with the wigs more so. But I still do them though. But everybody wanted mm-hmm. their actual hair done than the wigs. So mm-hmm. actually started doing hair in 2016. Um, and then now I am here six years later still doing hair. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things that, that jumped out at me. You were making wigs? Yes, I still do. How does one learn to make a wig? <laughs> so uh, I forgot what year it was, but I want to say maybe 2016. I flew out to Atlanta um, because I knew how to make them by hand, but I wanted to learn an actual actual sewing machine. So I took mm. a sewing class at Joanne's and like we made a pillow. And I'm like, okay, this is not doing anything for me at all. So um, it was a lady out in Atlanta. Um, She was having classes out there. So I flew out to Atlanta to uh, take this this wig making class on a sewing machine. And I was late for the class because I was partying. (laughs) So I overslept at everything because their clubs let out way later than here. (laughs) So, yes, they do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got what I got out of the class and kind of like um basically like kind of like winged it and taught myself also along with the little bit that she taught me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that was what year again? I want to say maybe 2016, 2017, maybe. Okay. And so yeah. you were doing hair in high school, and yeah. that didn't include making wigs. What were you no, doing for uh people in high mm-hmm. school? So um, back in high school, I only did sewing, but I didn't take it that serious. I had like one loyal client. <laughs> She'd come <laughs> over and I'd be doing her hair in my room like every single month. She was faithful okay. until she went off to college. Mm-hmm. Shout mm-hmm. out to the loyal client. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to, I'm you know, I'm a teacher by trade. So I want to educate the audience. Not all of us are aware of the distinction between a wig and a sew-in. Okay. So talk a little bit about that. So the difference between a wig and a sew-in, a wig, of course, you can take it off. Sew-in, you cannot. Actually, with a sew-in um, is you get your hair braided down, and then you actually get the tracks sewed onto the braids. Versus mm-hmm. a wig, um, the tracks are sewed onto a cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the difference between a sew-in and a weave. Is the sew-in a weave? Yep, both are a weave. <laughs> both wigs, wigs is a weave too? Yep, that's a weave too. Oh. You look like, wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just thought a wig was something separate. No, it's the weave too, because the weave is getting sewn onto that cap for you to take it off and put it back on. Ah, yeah, and actually a wig can get sold down too and glued down. Mm, mm, yeah. You do all of these things. Yep, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's talk about your business now. All right. Mm-hmm. So tell the world what, what your business is and when you got actually started. So you said you were doing it in high school. You didn't mm-hmm. take it serious. You had the one loyal customer. You went to Atlanta, started learning things. When did you say, okay, 
it's time to start a business. So back in 2018, um, I moved into my very first shop. So actually, even before 2018, like I was doing hair, but I still wasn't taking it that serious. And so I actually mm. moved into my first shop. Um, it was commission based. So I think it was like maybe like 60, 40. Um, I was getting 60 percent and the shop was getting 40 percent. Wow. That's okay. when I actually took it serious when um, I actually moved into my first shop. And even then, um, like I said, I was still making the wigs. I still do make the wigs, but people wanted more so sew-ins, quick weaves, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did that, once you got into the shop, how did that experience impact you? Oh, it had a huge impact on me. So um, I was around a lot of people um, that was basically on their grind. So that pushed me. I always had a lot of ambition within myself to so um, that just kind of like lit a fire up under me, being around like-minded people. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, too, like even a shop that I was at, the owner of the shop actually like uh, had people come in and like teach us different classes. So there's one style that's called a closure sewing. So like she had somebody come in and teach us that, a frontal sewing. She had somebody else come in and teach us that to, um, to mm-hmm. learn how to install it the proper way. So that was um, even more beneficial. And then even just the um, the atmosphere of the shop, the shop was just like really pretty. It was pink, uh, black with mm-hmm. glitter walls. So that was even more inspiring to me to just like continue to go further with doing hair. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then even yeah. after that, I worked at a couple of more shops and I own my own, uh, my own suite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's let's talk about let's talk about that. So mm-hmm. part of the thing that I like to do when I'm when I'm talking to my guests uh-huh. is get their story chronicled. But also if somebody else is thinking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the some key steps that they can gain from 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 hearing your story. So yes. you were working in a shop dividing up what you earned 60-40. Yeah. So my, my question immediately when you said that, is that a common split? Now that you have time and experience, is that is that a common split 60-40 or is it? Is it <laughs> yeah, I actually heard other things like I heard 50-50. Mm-hmm. I actually just heard of 50-50. I even heard of 70-30. I heard of all different things, but most uh, hairstylists, um, if you're not doing commission, mostly you just like pay booth rent. So booth rent mm-hmm. range from like 100 and up, like 100 is a really good price nowadays. Um, I didn't even heard of 150, 175. Now that's a little high for a hairstylist. Um, but yeah, uh, commission is more so like starting off because you don't really have a clientele. You're trying to build your clientele. Um, so I do recommend um, uh, commission based shops for hairstylists that's just starting off because you're able to breathe a little bit more and don't have to take that money out of your own pocket. Or even if you mm-hmm. still is working a nine to five, you don't have to take that money out of your own pocket. You can still be able to come to work, but you still have to put that ambition behind it too, though. Yeah. Excellent. Sure. So now you have your own suite. Mm-hmm. Right. What are yes. the pros and cons of having that your own suite? <laughs> So one pro is the privacy. My clients, my clients actually love it more than me. They love that privacy because I have some clients that have like alopecia, so they're a little bit 
insecure about mm. the alopecia. So once I actually yeah. told them that I was moving into my own suite, they was actually happy that I moved into my own suite. And then also too, controlling the atmosphere of the shop. Because I have yeah. worked in shops. Uh, I'm from the I'm from Detroit. I'm from the city. So what um, side? What side? In- what side of the city? West side. Oh well, we won't hold that against you. Oh, <laughs> east side all day. Okay, Ooh. but I digress. I digress. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were saying you you've been in different shops. Yes. So um, so I'm a little ghetto, some a little bit like not ghetto enough, um, not down to earth. So um I'm happy that I can control my own atmosphere now because it was sometimes where I'll be working in a shop I was on seven mile before. And it was just like, okay, somebody grandma over there, like, let's change this music. And it'd be like, you know, a little tension in the air too, on top of that. So I'm happy that I can actually control the atmosphere mm-hmm. and actually make my clients feel comfortable because I have some clients that like the rap music and like the cussing and it's just like okay mm-hmm. they feel more at home that way and then other clients mm-hmm. okay I gotta turn on some old school R&B and mm-hmm. they like that even better mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely what are some uh, challenges that you're facing now that you know it's the sweetest all under you everything's falling on uh, to, to Whitney's lap what, what are some challenges you face um, I wouldn't say challenges because I do like it. Um, mm. now I would say a con is, uh, you know, like back in the day where it'd be like just a whole shop full of women and we'd be just having that, like that girl talk with probably about mm. like six, seven other people as far as like stylist and client is more personal. So it's just myself and the client in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say, yeah. yeah, that's more of a con. That's the only thing. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How uh how's it going? It's going great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All yes, right. here is something I always um uh, I always took a liking to. Even as a child, um, when me and my cousin played Barbies, like we will always take mm-hmm. forever doing their hair. And then I have an aunt that's um been licensed for over 30 years too. So it kind of like okay. came upon me. Yeah. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. So You've been at it for six years. Mm-hmm. Have you had your suite for six years? Nope. So I had the suite for, I want to say, maybe going on two years. Okay. So you've had the suite for two years. You've mm-hmm. been doing it from a professional, serious standpoint for about six years. Yep. All right. So with all the things that you've learned in that six-year period, mm-hmm. you're now able to teleport back six years ago uh-huh. and talk to yourself uh-huh. and give that person some advice. Um, what is some advice you would give her? I would say to my own self, um, <laughs> be, continue to be consistent. Continue to post on social media. I'd say more so like posting on social media and get more creative with the posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i say that for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, it is very, social media is different from how it was six years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. People was getting right. way more creative with the videos, with the posts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You, any other advice would you give? Um, Just keep on going. Keep on going mm-hmm. and uh, continue to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Excellent. So now my next question is, 
All right. You have an idea of what you want this to become. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you maybe you even have goals written down on how it's going to come about. Mm-hmm. Right. You've seen it in your mind. You've envisioned it. All right. Mm-hmm. You with me? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yes. Right. So now we flip a switch and it's exactly what you wanted it to become. Okay. Tell me about that. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What am I experiencing coming to your business? What are you experiencing coming to my business? Yeah, if I come into your business and you got it just like you envisioned it, blowing up into whatever you, you see it coming becoming, what, mm-hmm. what is the customer experiencing? Um, Just a good aura in, from the moment they enter into the door. Even already, I give that experience with um with my energy, um with the person that I am. And then, uh, like, I even have, like, music playing. Um, I have more windows, like, where I actually want to be in a little bit brighter space. Okay. Just things in that nature. Just a down-to-earth just, uh, area that you're coming into. Mm-hmm. Would yes. the space be the same size? Would it be larger? Would it be more clientele? Would you have somebody else working with you? With those, Are those things that you envision taking this or no? Yes, yes, I would say yes. I would actually have somebody um working along with me just so I can get the clients um a little bit in and out a little bit more faster. Um, but also someone kind of like me, so they can mm-hmm. feed off of my vibe and then like it just feel like home to them, where mm-hmm. it's a, a place away from home. Cause even with my clients now, some like you know, have kids and um things of that nature. So it's just like it's it's them getting away from home from their every everyday life and and just being able to relax when they come and mm-hmm. get their hair done because even um I also do treatments too and even with the treatments I give like a little massage so that's even calming to them also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's uh that's dope. That's dope. I got a couple more things mm-hmm. before I get into those. I want to talk a little bit about another aspect of your business, right? Yes. the uh c essentials mm-hmm. yep. all right so tell the world about that okay so c essentials is a hair tool line that i have came up with not your mm-hmm. average hair tool line either um so the combs are so i actually have some right here so i can show you guys <laughs> Okay. So the combs are not like your flimsy um, beauty supply combs that you would get from a beauty supply. Um, they're actually made out of uh, carbon fiber. Fiber. Mm. So um, they don't bend. They're actually better for our hair because, like you know, we have way more coarse hair, so it's a little mm. bit harder to get the comb through. Sometimes you break the mm. teeth and things of that nature. <laughs> so um, <laughs> y'all have to worry about the teeth breaking or anything like that. And then also, to another thing that we do as Black women, um, we we have the flat iron, but we chase the comb behind the flat iron. So it's causing the teeth to melt on your average plastic comb that you would get from the beauty supply versus my combs. Um, the teeth don't melt. So they're heat resistant and chemical resistant too. And uh, also another thing that a lot of people don't know about those plastic combs that's melting, the teeth that's melting, is it causes breakage to the hair because you have these mm. teeth that go each and every way and it's causing mm. breakage to the hair. So um, mm-hmm. that's the huge, the big difference from my cones to 
um, the plastic beauty supply comes that everybody is used to buying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So see essentials, I can get the, the comb that doesn't break, doesn't burn, and doesn't cause damage to my hair. What mm-hmm. other products am I am I able to get at C Essentials? So just right now, so I'm still kind of starting off. So it's just the um these are actually called the cutting comb. And then I also too have uh rat tail combs and then also uh wig brushes for right now. Okay. Now going forward, okay. I do wanna um expand and like add the male brushes um and other things to the line too. Well, there are coming. Yeah. I say that, yes. All right. All right. So that's why I'm glad I asked that part. So this mm-hmm. sets me up for this. Yes. All right. So you have a vision. You're doing well. You like where you are. Mm-hmm. But there's another level that you're trying to get to. Of we course. talked about if we're flipping the switch. You're there now. Mm-hmm. What can our audience, this is going out to the world. What can our audience tangibly do to support you in going from the level you're at to your next level? What are some things they can do for you? Book an appointment. You can go ahead and shop. <laughs> shop com. Go ahead and purchase. You make that switch from the plastic cars to these carbon cars. That's one, well, two things that they can do for sure. And like I said, I do do natural hair too. So um, I also do do treatment. So even if you don't wear the weaves or the wigs or anything like that, you can also come and get your natural hair and scalp treated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. 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 All right. I think I took care of everything that uh, I wanted to ask through the course of our conversation, except for this one most significant question that I must ask you. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been on a magazine cover? Um, have I ever been on a magazine cover? Um, not officially, but something that I made myself for a photo shoot. Mm, okay yes. so you on in your own photo shoot you created a magazine cover of yourself yes yes which means you have a desire to actually be on a magazine cover yes i do <laughs> all right well you know here at dripping in black we aim to please mm-hmm. so one of the things we do for each and every one of our guests is place them on the dripping in black magazine cover Yes. So Sean Smith S squared is going to show you your cover. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Thank you. I love it. <laughs> All right. So that is a parting gift that we will send out to you as a big thanks for coming out and sharing your story with us on the Dripping in Black podcast. Right, we will laminate it and it'll dress it up and it'll look fantastic. And you can place it wherever you like, uh, preferably in your place of business. You can see over my shoulders, I have several previous guests that we've had on and their magazine covers. So we like to place them on our wall of fame as well. Hey, I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really yeah. do appreciate any, it. Yeah, any shout outs you want to give before we close this thing out? Shout out to Dripping in Black, first of all. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. And I appreciate you just taking your time out and actually seeing the light within me. I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much, Mr. Lewis. And then shout out to me. (laughs) 
Yes. All right. All right. Well, we want to give a big thanks to Whitney Marie for coming out to the Dripping in Black podcast, sharing her story. And uh, we just uh, are looking forward to big things happening with you and your line. Um, We also want to say uh, the BIBK Drip Shop is open. I am donning one of our famous t-shirts, Dripping in Black. You can find these in multiple colors, as well as other t-shirts and other designs. Each and every product that you find there is a representation of Black excellence. Go to DIBKDripShop.com to cop the latest Dripping in Black merch. And it's always a huge thanks to all of our listeners, viewers, supporters, and subscribers. And until next time, be kind, be loving, and be excellent on purpose. It is a choice. On the next Dripping in Black podcast is proud father and founder and director of Mage Student Athletics and the Mage Student Athletic Foundation, Mr. Darius Lewis. You know, I think I'm somebody who kind of benefits from challenge. You know, I think the pressure makes me turn up a little bit. So, um, you know, being a dad is just one of those things that always kind of puts a mirror in front of you and make you really look at yourself like, uh, you, you ain't doing it. You ain't doing it like you think you're doing it. So, so uh, you know, um, it's great, man. You know, those moments are always great with your kids and, and things like that. But at the same time, you know, it's one of those things that challenges me. You have just experienced a Dripping in Black production. Enhance your business or brand by creating a podcast. A podcast can spread your product or expertise and passion to the world. A few benefits of podcasting are it builds a personal connection, increased traffic generation, and builds more brand authority. Dripping in Black Productions is equipped to manifest your vision to a viable tool for your business or brand. Anything from creating a sizzle reel or a full video audio production of your podcast, big or small, Dripping in Black Productions can support your needs. Contact us at www.dibkproductions.com for a free initial consultation. Synthesize thoughts and create masterpieces is the mantra of Dripping in Black Productions. And we don't stop.